no matter what economy is coming up over the next 12 to 18 months, even if it's a challenging one. It doesn't have to be your challenging one. This doesn't have to be your experience. It doesn't have to affect you. Even if a a recession is coming up, it doesn't have to be your recession. Welcome, everybody, to The Chris Harder Show, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success, knowing that when good people like you make good money, they can then do great things. My name is Chris Harder, and several times per week, I will bring you epic guests, solo episodes, and every single tool, trick, and skill set you need to grow your business, grow your money mindset, and to grow your wealth to levels that you have never reached before. I've ended up in a unique place in life where I've got the experience, the connections, and all of the secrets that it takes to be successful. And I'm lifting the curtain to reveal it all to you in an effort to help put you in a position of abundance so great that you can then be as generous as possible. So let's lock arms and let's get started. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Chris Harder Show, where we absolutely believe that both prosperity and generosity can and must coexist. And I'm going to continue to hound and hound and hound on the prosperity thing right now because... There is this epidemic going around of people getting down because of crappy headlines, people thrown in the towel or being afraid of the future because of crappy headlines. And dang it, I'm not going to let you get down. So today we're going to talk about being careful of letting the headlines or the hearsay or your environment around you get you down. And I'm talking about this because it happened to me. I'm talking about this today because it happened to me. Man, I read a headline the other day and it really got to me. The headline read this. It read, Elon Musk said Tesla is announcing layoffs for 10% of their workforce because he has a super bad feeling about the upcoming economy. And it went on to say that there's likely a recession coming and blah, 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 blah. And this really got me down because somebody I look up to, somebody who I think is very smart and has a great pulse of, of what's coming, someone I look up to was sharing a negative viewpoint. And it instantly instilled fear in me for a moment. Guys, if, if you read these headlines, if you hear people say something and it strikes fear in you, you're not alone. It instilled fear in me. And I like to think I'm pretty well educated around this stuff. And right after I saw that post, ready for this is a double whammy. Right after I saw that post, I scrolled on Instagram and, and saw a friend of mine and then he had this post and as a warning about this housing crash coming up, housing value crash coming up and how he's excited to take advantage of it. And this time he's not going to miss out. And these two things together, back to back, were enough to take the wind right out of my sails. Bye-bye motivation, bye-bye drive. I was just like, ugh, and I felt like garbage. And truthfully, it put me in a foul mood for the whole damn day. So if it happens to me, I know it's happening to a lot of you. But, and this is where we take control, was the headline I read really a negative announcement by Elon? No, it wasn't. It was just a provocative headline. That's it. It was just actual data taken out of context, taken out of something he said. And it was done so in order to get clicks. And I took that headline, I took that data, and I internally interpreted it negatively. And then came my friend's post. Was my friend's post accurately trying to predict the future of housing values? No, it wasn't. It was just to create demand for his course on how to invest in real estate when it goes on sale. Once again, clickbait had an agenda, and it's our interpretation 
or skewed or twisted data versus factual data that makes us either feel positive and take action or feel negative and therefore informing us that there may not be opportunity coming up. And when we feel negative and feel like there's a lack of opportunity or some headwinds coming up, then it causes us to not take action and it causes us to retreat. And when you retreat, you die. And I refuse to let this happen to you. And I refuse to let this happen to me. Even if there is a little bit of a challenging economy coming up. Let me repeat this. Like this is where I'm sticking my stake in the sand for you and and telling you where you can come for the next 12 to 18 months when you got to feel good and when you got to be productive. I refuse to let this happen to you. And I refuse to let this happen to me. So what could I have done better? Let's use me as the example when I saw the headline. Well, for starters, I could have read a few other sources on this headline, done a little digging, done a little Googling to get the facts and interpret them in a more positive or more factual way. Because if I had done just a little more digging, I would have realized I would have read the real facts. Here's the real facts. You want to hear them once I did some digging? Elon Musk sent a message to Tesla executives saying that he has a super bad feeling about the economy and that Tesla should consider reducing about 10% of its salaried staff as well as pause global hiring because the company has become overstaffed in many areas. That's a hell of a different headline. First of all, it's not an announcement of layoffs. It was Elon telling his board of directors telling Tesla executives that they should consider reducing salaried staff that is already overstaffed in many areas, reducing it by 10% and pausing global hiring because the company has become overstaffed. That is so much different than the first headline that got me down. Let me continue what I found when I dug a little more. In another email, Musk clarified that this would not apply to any employees building actual cars or battery packs or solar, and that this hourly headcount will actually increase. So salary, like picture all the the people in the offices where it's easy to get bloated departments, salaried people might get layoffs. But the actual people making more Teslas, the actual people making more battery packs, the actual people making more solar and installing more solar, that hourly headcount is going to increase increase, meaning they're going to make more Teslas. They're going to make more solar, not less. Now you tell me if a horrific economy was coming, would you increase production on $100,000 plus cars or would you decrease it? You'd decrease it, but no, they're increasing the staff that makes the cars. He was simply stating that they're cutting the overstaffed, the bloated areas as any good executive should. As a matter of fact, I don't know if you guys know this, but executives, once you're a publicly traded company, like Tesla is, you have an actual fiduciary responsibility, a law that tells you you must take care of the share values. So he has to make cuts in bloated areas. One article went on to say that the fact that he's cutting down on non-production employees is really a statement more on how the company is performing in terms of efficiency rates and has nothing to do with how the company foresees the future. Yet, what did that article say that got me down for a whole damn day? It said, Elon Musk announces cuts 10% and then went on to talk about this economy coming up, possible recession. Guys, don't fall for the crap. It's going to pull you out of the game. It's going to pull you out of the sidelines and you don't have to stop. You don't have to reduce your goals. Let me tell you something. 
I admit, the dramatic headline porn sure worked on me for a minute. It sure got me down for a day. And that's why I'm doing this podcast. That's why I'm bringing this subject up. No matter what economy is coming up over the next 12 to 18 months, even if it's a challenging one, it doesn't have to be your challenging one. This doesn't have to be your experience. It doesn't have to affect you. Even if a a recession is coming up, it doesn't have to be your recession. I promise you this. I right now commit to being your voice of positive reason, no matter what's coming. I commit to being the bright light that you can easily find and that you can turn to to navigate your way to a successful landing. I promise you I can be the North Star to you getting to your goals or even exceeding them no matter what is coming. That's my commitment to you right now. You can go back and play this thing for me to listen to if you see me doing otherwise. And you know what? Even if there is a slowdown coming up for a year or whatever, this doesn't mean that everyone's going to stop buying products. It doesn't mean that the whole world stops buying shakes or stops buying workouts or stops buying homes or books or cars or coaching or clothes or stops eating out or stops buying face lotions or whatever your business is. No, here's the facts. It just means that some people are going to buy less of it. That's all, just less. Because once you remember the numbers, an average recession only drops about 2% in GDP. If you don't remember, GDP is the measurement of all the spending that takes place in the United States of America. So a recession only means that that spending drops by about 2%. It goes backwards by about 2%. Matter of fact, it can be 0.000001% backwards, and it counts as a recession if it happens for more than, than two quarters consecutively. So if the average recession only regresses by 2%, you have to compare that to what it's normally doing. A healthy economy is normally growing at a 2 to 4% rate. So if the economy stops growing at a 2 to 4% rate and actually goes backwards by the average 2%, guys, we're talking about a 6% pullback. That's it. Only 6% pullback in overall spending will be missing from the whole entire pie, the whole entire possibility of customers. So ask yourself this. Can you still have a good business based on 94% of the customers out there? Yes. Can your business still thrive by getting a slice, a little baby slice of only 94% of the total available business out there? Yes. Hell yes, it can. Because your business goals probably only rely on getting like one one thousandth of one one millionth of a percent of the total overall customer base in your sector anyways. A sliver. Matter of fact, a sliver of a sliver of a sliver of a sliver. In other words, there's still more than enough business to thrive in any economy. Now, you might have to work a little bit harder. You might have to get a little bit more clever to stand out or or to earn a customer. You might have to get a little bit more innovative. And you have to ensure that your financial security is there by having multiple product offerings and multiple income streams. But your success is still very much up to you and still very much possible, whether we're in a boom economy or a slow economy. Listen, I commit to being your voice of possibility and being your voice of reason coming up. As a matter of fact, I've informed my entire app team. You know, I'm building this awesome peer-to-peer lending app and I've got an incredible team. I informed them and my personal brand team. These are two separate teams that I have. 
that I am now going to be carving out 10% more of my work schedule to increase things like free information, more podcasts, put on free webinars like I did when COVID first hit. I don't know if you, some of you haven't been listening this long, but when COVID hit, for six months, I did a webinar twice a week, totally free. Get on it, learn, ask questions about your finances, your business. It was awesome. So I'm setting aside 10% more of my work schedule in order to increase ways to be of service to you, to be that light that you can turn to at any time you're feeling dark. I'm going to speak at more events. I'm going to make myself more available to be on podcasts. Matter of fact, if you got a podcast, let me know. I would love to be on it. If you talk about things such as business and the economy and anything that's on people's minds related to that stuff. And I'll tell you what else I plan on. I plan on making more this year than I did at the beginning of this year. I've now committed to making more money this year than I committed to making at the beginning of this year, not less. And you can too. I want to be that example for you. You know, when I mentioned adding additional income streams or products, back when 2009 happened, right? The the biggest recession of our time. The reason why Lori and I had to start over financially actually was not because we didn't take care of our money. Sure, that would have helped, but it was because we had one income source, one main one that we relied on. And when that dried up, we had no choice but to start over. That combined with not having enough runway. Those two things is, is what made us have to start over financially. That's why I'm always pushing on you. Add additional income streams. Control your income. And one of the ways I'm trying to help you do that is by getting our roadmap out to you guys, our course that we filmed entirely last year. Guys, we put hundreds of hours into perfecting this thing. And we weren't even going to release it this year because I went off to build my app and Lori's building her beverage company. But you know what? With an uncertain economy coming, with all of your comments, with all your DMs asking me questions about this stuff, damn it, you all need it. So we're going to drop it. We're going to release it. We break down every single freaking thing you need to do from creating your idea to packaging your online product to marketing and launching and growing your audience and how to price it and how to monetize anything that you know that is your area of expertise. And if you're already doing it, we show you how to do it better. I promise you this is the easiest way for you to simplify adding 500 bucks a month or 1500 bucks a month or 2500 bucks a month or even 10 grand a month, whatever it is that you need to add to feel secure. I promise this is the most simple way for you to do it. As a matter of fact, I had a team meeting yesterday with my personal brand team. And I told them, I said, guys, it's important for us to get this out to everybody. And it's important to make sure every damn person that wants this knowledge can afford it. Now, I know you've heard that before and then people still put some expensive thing out there. Let me tell you, you can hold me accountable if it's not true. We're making it so that anyone who wants it can afford it. Trust me. And I told them to take the price down from what it was originally going to be by over 75%. And they fought me on it. And we went back and forth. And I said, guys, this one's not for the money. This one is to simply make sure that people have just enough skin in the game to take it serious, but to make sure every damn person can get this knowledge. So listen, this is an example of us being there when you need us. We're going to be the light. I promise that we'll light up what's coming for you. And part of being that bright light is making sure that what we have to share can be accessible and get in your hands. Now, it's going to be arriving in your hands by the end of the month. So if you want this totally affordable, I promise anyone can afford it, pricing, and if you want it to get your hands on it before the general public, then you got to do one easy thing. Text me the word bulletproof. 
because damn it, I'm going to make you bulletproof no matter what's coming. I'm going to make you financially bulletproof by bolstering your income. Text me the word bulletproof to 310-421-0416. Right now, drop what you're doing. Get out your phone. Text me the word bulletproof to 310-421-0416. I'll say it one more time. 310-421-0416. We're in this together. I'm not scraping over 75% off the price of this thing compared to what we wanted to launch it at when we built it last year for nothing. I'm doing it for you. Let's go. We're going to come out the other end of this thing more successful, wealthier, more bulletproof than we've ever been in any up or down economy before. And we're going to do it together. Thanks for listening. Love and appreciate you as always. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success.